Hello, hello, beautiful So Welcome to the Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibova, an alignment woman's coach who guides women to intuitively connect with their inner vision so they can experience personal and professional magnetism and become unapologetically abundant. My mission is to empower visionaries who are on the path to embody their fullest self-expression, to soulfully expand into a quantum leap in all dimensions of their lives. Each week, I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, purpose, and even bigger impact in this world. No more hiding, no more playing it small. It's time to step up and up-level your life now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolobova, and we have such a beautiful, special guest today that is going to awaken not only your abundance, but also the healing within you so you can step into your life with even more prosperity, even more light, even more hope. And I feel so blessed that we connected online with Sophie because her work, it's truly shifting where this world is heading. And she is such a beautiful embodiment of a spiritual leader who not only has tens of thousands of hours by now of working with one-on-one clients, she is true embodiment. When you connect with her online, you can really see and feel how she walks her talk and how she is from that beautiful overflow drizzling in her family, in her community, in her clients. So Sophie, I'm so happy to be here today with you. That was like the sweetest introduction ever. I'm like blushing over here. (laughs) (laughs) You're so welcome and so deserving, truly. I feel like there is, there can be so much noise today, Sophie. You know, when we go online, there can be so much noise. There can be so much information and sometimes we can lose ourselves in it, you know? So when I see leaders who are truly embodiment of what they're teaching, I treasure it, I celebrate it. And I know that our listeners will too. So I'm I'm really very curious because we can just be sitting here for 20 minutes and talk about your own story, right? However, I want to start a little bit differently. What does the word awaken even mean to you? So awaken, and you'll notice that it's not, there's no ED, right? Like there's no awakened, right? This is not a past tense thing. This is an in-process thing. So for me, that word was really important that it wasn't awakening because that's kind of the beginning and it wasn't awakened because that's kind of the end. So it's, to me, it's a verb. It's in action. It is something that is happening. It is the state of coming into your truth, your wholeness. Um, And along with that, which I I think it sounds beautiful and it's all laced with (laughs) sparkly butterflies and spirituality. The truth of the matter is when we awaken, it means that we're waking up. Think about that every single morning. When you wake up, you are coming out of a sleep state. And the introduction to that new day is not always positive 
and delightful, right? A lot of people get a little fussy and a little um, uncomfortable when they come out of a sleep state. So to me, awaken is the guidance and the journey of helping somebody through that portal of having been asleep for how many lifetimes, how many eons, um, and coming into their wholeness and the truth of self. And, you know, this is one of the many things that I really love about you, Sophie. It's it's your honesty. It's your rawness. It's your authenticity. It's not butterflies and rainbows and you awaken and, and everything will be good. There will be lows and highs and you will have the tools. You will have the modalities to stay awake, even when it's uncomfortable, even when it's painful, even when we want to shut down, even when we want to run away and numb. What do you feel are some of the things, because I know you're providing like a daily tool. So there is like a million of things that you can be sharing. And I'm curious, what is in your daily practice and what are you witnessing like in your clients that are some of the things that really helps them stay true to themselves, to stay in that authentic state of not wanting to numb out, not wanting to run away you know, that they can really stay present to themselves on a daily basis? Well, one of the things that I teach, and you spoke about this at the very beginning, is embodiment, you know, and the way that I describe embodiment is we, we swallow it down, right? So we can learn, we can read, we can talk in our head all day long for the rest of our life. But if we don't swallow knowledge down into the body and let it start to have life force within us, it, it's just knowledge. And that's not what I teach. So that's part of why meditation is such a big part of any of my curriculums, because I'm saying eyes closed, but totally awake so that we can journey on these other levels of self. And in that you are going to meet your shadows. That's hands down one of the, the most difficult parts of spiritual healing is meeting your shadows, facing your past trauma, dealing with the parts of yourself that you've hidden, that you've run away from, that you have yourself rejected and bringing those back into wholeness through the work. So I can't even remember what your original question was. <laughs> I feel like you, you went on so beautifully, you know, it, and, and it was like just such a loaded question. It was like, what are some daily practices that we can do so we don't feel like closing our eyes and numbing and not wanting to see truth and expressing ourselves because you know in my journey and in my business i see so many women who are so gifted so loving so wonderful and they're not being true to themselves you know because they're afraid they're afraid to really show who they are so that's why i was wondering like what helps you to stay in that awake state and staying true to who you really are and I feel like meditation it's such a beautiful way and but without embodiment like you said there is nothing sometimes when my clients I tell them something and they're like I know I'm like I don't care what do you know I care about what do you do about that so meditation it's really beautiful daily practice that we can do how can we would the meditation be the tool that helps us to really meet our shadows and start the healing Yes. I mean, I agree. I, I think that, um, and I use different terms for meditation because there's so many different types of meditation and the type of meditation that I teach is spiritual meditation, right? Which I also will call 
healing, which I also will call internal practice, which I also call going within. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing though, hands down that I think every person on this planet would benefit from is if you became your own best friend. Amen. In the morning, from the beginning of the day, you started by saying, you know what? I love you. And then think of a flaw that you can't stand and say, and I love you anyways. And start to hold yourself and your flaws as wholeness. Because the biggest thing that I think people do across the planet is self-reject on so many levels. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Oh, I can't wear that. Oh, I can't be that. Oh, I can't do that. They're constantly rejecting and shaving parts of themselves off until they have nothing left. And then they just follow the trends and they follow what's popular and they've lost themselves. So how do we change that? We start at the very, very first moment of the day coming home and saying, I got you and I'm going to be your friend. We're going to, I'm with you in this and I'm not leaving you. I got you. Oh my gosh, that's, imagine how simple that is and how not easy that is. Because I feel like so many of us, we either experience abandonment throughout our life, right? From others or from ourselves. So just the simple fact when we can say, hey, I got you, I'm not going anywhere. I will be here with you no matter what. Just that itself brings so much peace and safety. And I feel like that's what we all need. Like calm down our nervous system, not to feel that we always have to be on go, go, go and proving ourselves and really come back to ourselves. So this is so beautiful. Imagine if every single person would do that. Let's just start and become our best friend in the rising how different we will feel, how different our life will be, how different we will be treating each other. It's so beautiful, so simple, and so profound. So I'm signing up for that. I will start like right away. It's so beautiful. And I know it's it's one of the things that I truly also wanted to connect with you about is your beautiful daughter. I feel like what you have awakened in her and how tapped in she is it's so beautiful i honestly i never saw a child to be so tapped in and when i was watching it like she was teaching meditation and she was talking about chakras i was like oh my gosh i didn't hear about those things until i was like 30 so i am so inspired by you as a mother that it's out of this world what you're creating and doing and i know many more women and and mothers are awakening into creating a different life for their children because it starts with them right and continues with them one thing that came you know to me and i wanted to ask you when i was watching some of the videos she feels so mature you know so i'm curious i isn't she like five right now just turned six yeah Oh my goodness, six, it's flying. I'm wondering like, how are her relationship with other kids? How is her relationship with the world? Because, you know, witnessing her, I'm like, she has so much love and wisdom and compassion already in herself. I'm like, 
wouldn't it also be like losing that innocent, just playing childlike wonder? Or does it help with that? So the thing I want to reiterate is every child's journey is so different. And my daughter has come in with a certain type of karma that she and I, as long as she allows me and wants me to, will help her heal. Um, I, I would say that just like me when I was a child, she's so being social is not her strongest area. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there are a lot of challenges that come in that space that I'm trying to help her navigate. And, um, it's not, it's not all butterflies. It's not all beautiful. You know, when you're raising a sensitive that has gifts and karma, she has come to work out some, some big things. Um, it shows up early. It shows up in all, and we want to call it this and call it that. But what I'm really trying to do as her mom is just help her navigate without my opinion, right? Like, how can I help her in this without judging it? Oh, she should be doing this. She should do this. She should do this. She should be here. I'm taking all those shoulds away and saying, you show me. Like, for instance, we were um, in Kauai recently and she, we live by the water. We're always on the water. We, and she doesn't like getting her head wet. She does not like getting her head underwater. She's taken swim lessons since she was a, a baby before she could walk. Um, and that's just been her preference. So she always wanted to, to choose to wear water wings. It made her feel safe. It made her feel comfortable. Her friends were growing beyond them. She didn't care. She wanted to wear her water wings. So who am I to come in and say, no, that's it's time that you stop wearing. So I just never did. So I bring these water wings to Hawaii with us. I have her life jacket because that's what I want to support her developmental growth, right? So she says, mom, I need my life jacket. Mom, I need my, my floaties. Fine. Here they are. Here they are. Because I trust the natural process. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. I trust the natural process. And if it takes her longer than it takes another kid, that's okay. Because I'm not going as it should be. I'm going as it, this is her story. So anyways, we're in Maui. She sees her two-year-old cousin jump in the pool 65 times, no fear whatsoever, no water wings, just jumping in and swimming, jumping in and swimming. And I think she just observed that and was like, wow, that's interesting. We get to Kauai. She's like, I'm ready. She wants to take off her life jacket and she wants to jump into the pool without it. And I said, let's go. And then that started uh, the first of a million jumps. And now she wants nothing to do with her life jacket unless we're on the boat and it's demanded and required, right? So she took her time. She, I didn't say you need to be in this space. I just allowed her to have her safety until she grew out of it. And I've done that all along. I did that with potty training. I did that with everything that she has done. And other people, if they got a behind the scenes look, they may judge me fiercely as a mother, because I think that's one of the problems we have as mothers is the judgment that people do. And so right now people are judging me as this great mother, but they don't see me behind the scenes with all my mistakes because there's a ton of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not perfect by any means. I make uh, so many mistakes, but I'm just 
sharing who I am along the way. She knows about the chakras because she's seen me meditating, asking what I do. So then when she was four, I started teaching her rainbow breathing and rainbow breathing was one breath per chakra, right? You do that for a year. And all of a sudden they know the colors of the rainbow. They can do it. Then we start talking deeper about chakras. By the time she's 10, she'll understand more meaning around them, but it's just in it's layers. People ask me, how, how can I teach my kids this stuff? And I'm like, you learn it. You learn it, you do it, they will ask. And then you water it down for their de developmental level. That's it. I don't think we need courses on how to teach kids this. We need courses on how to be better people. And then that teaches our children. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I really love that. And like I said, like your honesty and transparency, it's so inspiring, you know, um, to really speaking your heart, speaking your truth and sharing these beautiful stories of growth like for you and for her and and I truly believe that our kids come here to teach us to and and I love what you said Sophie when you said teach me show me like show me I don't want to shoot you because I feel like as parents and and I'm just becoming one you know we'll, we'll see when when our baby girl comes but when I look at my grandparents and then when I look at my mom there was a lot of shoots and a lot of trying to protect because of the way they lived. What I love is that you understand each person is different. Each child is different. You cannot tell her you have to do exactly as me because that is your journey. And you, again, you teach her by embodiment. You teach her by doing. It's not what we say. It's it's who we are being that the people around us will look and observe like she did, right? With the little two-year-old. You didn't tell her like, hey, it's about time, like what's happening? There's something wrong with you. No, you allow her her own process. And I feel like it is so inspiring, whether we are parents or not, because sometimes we try to do it in any of our relationships. We try to do it with our partners. We try to do it with clients like you should or this should be the speed. And when you trust the natural process, life becomes so much better for you and for those around you, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, I, from the moment she was born, I had a home birth with her, which was not my original plan. I, that, that was like, that was her plan. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay. So I, I like sunk out the, the right team and had it. I, from the very beginning, it was all about trust. It was all about trust, trust, trust. Nature knows better than I do. And I'm willing to honor that. And that's, it's not the easiest path, you know, like and the same thing with food, you know, I trust her body. I'm trying to trust. Well, I'm not, I'm not trying. I, you know, I, I encourage her. Does your body feel cold? Do you know if your body feels cold or do I know if your body feels cold? You know, if your body feels cold. So, you know, if your body feels hungry, does your body feel hungry? You know that I can't tell you that. And so I have from the very beginning trusted her to navigate her relationship with food. And it's in every area. I mean, it's just in every single area that I do that. And I think that makes a lot of people very uncomfortable because they don't have that trust with themselves. So they read the books and they get the opinions and they get the advice. And then they're following knowledge. They're not following like core guidance. And you know what? I make mistakes too. I trust some things and then it collapses. And I'm like, ooh, that was a great teacher. Now I know something different. Like it's okay to make make mistakes. That's another thing. If we give ourselves permission and say, you know, it's okay. It's okay if I mess up. It's okay if I fall down. It's okay to make mistakes. That's a third chakra strength. 
once you allow yourself to make mistakes, you gain a sense of empowerment. That's just really Mm. all exploding towards what am I trying to say? It's very um, opening. It Mm. opens the heart. It opens the mind. It opens the soul. So before we wrap this up, Sophie, how can we come back to that inner trust? How can we come back to that inner knowingness? Because I feel like sometimes it can feel easier if we read the books, if we listen to the podcast, if we watch what other people are doing, where we want to be. How can we come back and ignite that trust? Because I feel like if we stop listening, it, it, it it's always there, but we don't hear it so clearly. So how can we reignite that? Well, the first thing I would say, if you're reading the books and listening to the podcast, good. Because that is a part of igniting the trust. What I was really referring to is the people that aren't doing that. They're just having the conversations and they're looking for facts and data and research. They, that That's different, right? Um, I think what happens when we listen to a podcast, things start to stir inside of you. All of a sudden you get a memory or you feel something or you get an idea. That's your, that's in spirit, inspired. That is the, the spark of the divine opening. You just have to listen. It feels good when you're in alignment and you know, it's right. It will feel a certain way when it's an outer opinion. It feels different. Like one of my favorite sayings, and I I can't remember the name um, of who said it, but it's when the voice and the vision are more profound than the opinions on the outside. Sorry, let me start that over. When the voice and the vision on the inside are more profound than the opinions on the outside, you've mastered your life. Wow. That is beautiful. That is so beautiful, Sophie. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for all the work you're doing, not only in your own family, but in a global family with the impact you're creating in the world. If people want to learn more about you, how to work with you, how to support you, how to learn with you, what are the best places to connect with you online? So awakenwithsophie.com is our website. It kind of leads you. We have a ton of freebies. We have over 35 meditations that you can just listen to. There's no opt-in, but then we have a lot of workshops that you can also do. We have a freebie pass. Um, And primarily I have my spiritual life coach certification. So I primarily work with people who are really ready to work with others. I want to show you, I started uh, being a life coach when um, in 2007, before it was a thing, people like, what the heck is that? Uh, I made a lot of mistakes in 16 years that I try to help other people not have to make and show the way of what I've learned over the last um, 17, 16, 17 years of coaching in a very condensed advanced curriculum of five months. So that's my main focus on who I work with at this point, but uh, you can find it all on awakenwithsophie.com. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you and today and every day. And Um, I'm so excited for people to connect with you on a deeper level and ignite their own, you know, awakened state. Thank you. Thank you.